I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gunai Kurnai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Hello, angels. Happy Monday. Welcome back to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone episode 51 holy moly we are getting so much closer can you believe it not me can't believe it it's the last couple of episodes of season one of catch me outside my comfort zone and i'm feeling sad about it i don't know about you guys but i'm feeling sad but i just know it's because i need to recharge my batteries and we're going to come up with a really big plan season two it's gonna be bigger we might do a little bit of a mini rebrand nothing major mini bit of a fresh look and just get ready for some really exciting new topics new guests I really want to bring a lot more knowledge to the podcast than what I have from my own experience I want to learn some stuff too you know I feel like this season one was a great foundation building block for you guys where we've learned a lot of new skills a lot of new mantras a lot of new mindset tips and tricks and it's all gained from my own experience and sharing that with you but now I want to be on this learning journey with you guys and I think it's going to be exciting to have guests that have such much more knowledge than I do on much more variety of topics than I do as well so we're going to have guests from all sorts of walks of life we're going to be getting people from different industries um, and a lot of people who I look up to and admire the way that they have shifted their mindset, the business that they've started, lots of different things and stuff that's really going to help us all I guess at the end of the day, help us understand things, help us learn about why people have such depths behind starting a business and why you need to start like what you need for when you do start a business and I would love to bring a lot of different topics around business stuff on here as well because I think that's actually a lot of my followers and listeners are in this position as well I've learned I used to be very apologetic for talking a lot about my business but the more I've sort of like gained connection with you guys listening a lot of you do have a business a lot of you want to start a business or we're just in a big huge generational shift where it's becoming quite a common thing And people have this mindset around how can I make money for myself and not for someone else? Like even on the weekend, I was having conversations, people like, yeah, I'm living someone else's dream. And it's just like, oh, I used to feel that. I used to feel that really, really deeply. And it's a pretty cool thing when you just realize that you have the capability to create your own dream life. And this is coming from men as well. So they have pretty big balls when it comes to doing things like this. So This is all about the women and today's episode is all about the women. But if you are a man listening, we love you. We do not hate men. We love the man and I want to just emphasize that because today's topic is a bit about International Women's Day 
And as much as I have a feminist approach in life and I've been a quite strong, independent, confident woman for a long time in my life, say is about having the space to talk about the beautiful and abundant things women do. Women, sorry, mum. Excuse me if I say the word women instead of women. I just, I can't pronounce it properly. May as well get that out of the way. And I want to take the time to talk about it because I am personally someone who has experienced a lot of, uh, what's the word? Sexism in a way, but not dramatically, but I guess it's the only way to describe it when it comes to being a woman in a man's world and in a male-dominated industry. And of course, with other people who I work with who are women in male-dominated industries and how we have fought for ourselves and have shared our voice and the way that you can be approachable with working with men and then be respected because I guess it comes back to that feminism and people think, you know, they just think they're better than us, all this shit. It's like no one's better than anyone at the end of the day. Women are very capable of having an equal right to a man and that is as simple as it is and today isn't just about women at the end of the day it's about those people in my opinion who have the bravery to go and create big things and make big impact in the world and it's just the fact that we focus on a female gender for the day is kind of irrelevant but it's just a a nice thing to have the space for that held for women so The reason I want to talk about it is because I've always had a little bit of a soft spot for this day due to being surrounded by like aware of events happening before this, but I've never been like involved in an event and I've always wanted to host my own event, especially when I worked in in a construction company and have this conversation around women, females who are tradies and like want to do big things with their um skill set but they a lot of them like are too afraid to or too afraid to stand up for themselves or use their voice because they're so surrounded by males and they think that they're not going to be heard and how to sort of like how I've managed to have my voice without it being in a way that it's just like oh she just wants to be loud and be heard and it'd be all about her it's like no I've somehow worked my way through without being obnoxious I guess is a good way to describe it anywho doesn't matter we're all here to just live our life and we get this day to take the moment to celebrate women in industries and it's cool I think it's cool but I think it should be celebrated every day and I think we should celebrate everyone every day and take the time to give people affirmation and say hey you're doing a really good job you're doing big things and I should tell you that more often and not just host your morning tea today just to say good job. Like give that recognition where you see it, honestly. And that's something that's really deep in my core as well is words of affirmation are really important in leadership. And if you're someone who is in a leadership position, you really need to like give that to your team because it's, it goes a really long way. Just hearing the words like, well done, you nailed it, perfect amazing so grateful for you so grateful for getting that done so quickly for me it all goes a really long way so just take that as a note moving on 
the reason I sort of wanted to plug today is because, well, it's not today, it's this Friday, sorry. So this week, it's your, this is your little reminder if you want to jump on and get tickets to an event to go to or to talk, start talking about it within your workplace, jot down some ideas of how you can have a little celebration for the women in your workplace or in your community, in your sporting community, however you feel fit. And even if it's just a moment to take on Friday to celebrate yourself and your wins. And we can talk about like sort of some journaling prompts and things like that as well. And I think it's just a cool way to spark more conversation around the fact that we can be doing big things and we shouldn't shy away from that. And we shouldn't feel like we're putting ourselves on a pedestal or putting other people on a pedestal, but like more so everyone has the room to be shining bright and we should acknowledge that and really clap people for the things that they're doing, especially when they're making big positive impact and not be like fearing competition or comparison. It's just like if you see someone's doing a really cool thing, tell them. And if you want to be doing that cool thing too, you can do it too. There's plenty of room for us all, trust me. So I was very, very fortunate, very excited and I'm feeling very energetic about it because like I said earlier, I've always wanted to have some involvement around an International Women's Day campaign or event and I was blessed by the team at Vistaprint this year who have reached out to me asking me to be a part of their 2024 International Women's Day Spotlight campaign and as a female entrepreneur, which is freaking crazy because I use Vistaprint a lot. It's a very aligned opportunity for me. I use them for printing all marketing collateral things. I use them with my clients and I've used them for many, many years. And I love the team at Vistaprint and they are very much in my corner. And I'm so stoked that they thought I was capable of being someone that's recognizable in the industry as a female entrepreneur, worthy of a spotlight. <laughs> so this is a big win for me. I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited to share about it. And like, obviously, I don't know when it'll be coming out, if it won't be till Friday or whatever. So make sure you're following Vistaprint on Instagram or like, I don't know where else they'll be sharing. Just put probably more on their socials or website. And I'll obviously share it later in the week when I do see it pop up. So definitely get around that when it if you do come across it and support it because obviously that's a really huge moment for me and I'm really really grateful and honored to be a part of it so in that I had to do a bit of a um like questionnaire with them and talk about my business and how I started and everything like that so I sort of thought this is a really good opportunity for me to to sort of share that because I've never really had a Q&A, like obviously I tell you guys bits and pieces about my life and a lot of you know me, so you sort of know my journey, but I just thought let's fill in the gaps here and when I have the questions in front of me and I've had the time to answer them, then I've got more to sort of share with you and it's not just me blabbering because that's what I normally do on the podcast. So yeah, obviously I had questions about like telling them about my brand, my mission and why I started my business, who inspired me to start my business, how do I feel as a female entrepreneur, how have I been able to like include other women and all this stuff. So I sort of am going to read it out 
in a question and answer format, but I'll try and make it a bit more like, <laughs> you know, when someone's just reading off a PowerPoint word for word, you're just like, can you just like throw in a bit of extra words there? I'll look up every now and then. <laughs> Seriously? So let's try it. Let's try it. But um, yeah, just thanks so much, Mr. Print. I really am grateful for this opportunity and I cannot wait to see the Spotlight campaign go live. So excited. So tell me about AS Creative Collective and its mission is the first question. So for those of you who actually aren't aware, I do have a company myself called AS Creative Collective, which is curated and directed by me. And it is a multidisciplinary agency. It is a multidisciplinary design agency, such a twist of the words. And it was established in 2019, just after I graduated university. However, I love to say that it has been a dream born into this world since 1999, which is obviously the best year in the world because I entered it. And it's focused on mindful design. So our mission is to enhance the human experience as a whole. And this aspect is a catalyst into undertaking a deeper understanding of my clients and the way that they have their desires and their needs and their expectations for their project. So from interiors to branding and everything that exceeds, I'm here to create a conversion from inspiration into realities. What inspired me to start my own business? This is a really big, big open moment for me. So it's going to be vulnerable, but it's, I feel time. I can talk about it. So after working in the building industry for the past three years, it had been, uh, 2022, I, uh, my career took a bit of a turn and my position was made redundant. I was devastated at that result because COVID had pushed so much onto what was once a really strong and booming construction industry. And I watched this industry become very sour and I saw people working themselves to the ground and with immense mental load, it took on so many trades and companies and clients and both through like financial pressure as well as just the uncertainty of what was around the corner. And it was a very intense time looking back for me because it was also all I had ever known because when I entered the construction and design industry, was it was COVID. Like I finished university at the end of 2019. It was the beginning of what we didn't know what was happening really. And the career, the sorry, the construction industry took this huge turn because there was all these government grants people were building left right and center we were also faced with bushfire rebuilds where I was working so that had a a different kind of pressure on it as well and a priority but there was so much like involved in the reconstruction of a bushfire victim and just so much documentation I was just like navigating so many new things as well as just like being in a whole new industry and then obviously the way that the market turned and the demand and the material shortages and the trade shortages and the price rises and it was just like so crazy and you guys might remember like when the COVID vaccine was obviously all happening and there was all these mandatory things about like go to get the vaccine otherwise you can't keep your job and the construction industry might have been one of the first ones that needed like vaccinations or double vax or whatever and it was like huge that like there were so many people that didn't want to be a participant in that and that's fair enough 
but it just caused such an uproar and there was like this huge like strike of construction workers in the city and it was just like full on and everyone was like they don't realize how lucky they've got it they can still go to work and that they're making all this money and it was just like oh like it was a really hard time because if you weren't really throwing yourself out there to be like to start a fight you're really biting your tongue and I had this huge like feeling in my gut I was just like our industry is so silenced right now because we can't say anything without someone saying well you should be freaking lucky for the way you've got it and I remember feeling that this whole time as well because I was like I'm so lucky to have a job so many of my friends didn't have jobs had to move home to their parents like people were struggling to yeah like do anything with their life because they couldn't go to work and couldn't go to school and all this stuff and I was like I'm so lucky my life is pretty normal I could actually go to work I could be on a construction site I could talk to people I had a very you know fortunate position as much as it was fucking so hard and so intense for like that whole time period and so I just yeah like I said I remember feeling our industry is just so silenced because we're really suffering even though we should be grateful so you can imagine that kind of head fuck that would have on a toxic positive person like myself. It's like, at least you should be grateful. And I remember just feeling so, so bad. Like I felt so unhappy and I felt so burnt and I was constantly like, oh, I should be grateful, but I'm really unhappy. And I really love my job, but I don't really love it at the same time because I'm dealing with so much pressure and I want to be doing this forever, but I don't know if this is going to last forever. Like it just, it was like, oh, I actually have blocked a lot of feeling away and like the memory away because it was so intense. Like I was very emotional and very triggered and very on edge and had like this huge plate of work I always had in front of me. And yeah, it was very hard time. So after I finished my job, I had four other building companies approach me asking for me to come across to them, but there was no way I could do that. I was just going to be walking back into what I knew would be waiting and that is an environment that had no light at the end of the tunnel. And still to this day, I have yeah, had builders reach out and I just can't recommit to that. I feel like, like from my loyalty as well, from the company I was working for, like I had my heart in that company and I deep down just wouldn't feel right going to another one I just just doesn't sit right with me um especially in our region and I just know that that chapter is closed for me for now like it was a really great foundation for me to start in the industry and I learned heaps and I'm so grateful for them and so grateful for the opportunities I had and yeah, I have no bad blood there. So I'm really lucky and I'm really grateful. But that was it. That was it. I couldn't walk back into something that was so intense. And like I said, so uncertain. So I stayed in tune with myself and then I came back to who I really was and where I wanted to go with my career within the design industry. That's where I started to see those feelings come back in. Well, I've really been working for somebody else's dream and vision and mission 
and I've lost sight of my own. And that's what happens when you are working for somebody else. That's what you're actually paid to do is to work for their dream, not your own. But it sucks when it sort of you lose touch with yourself so much that you don't even know what you want to do. So I really took a long time to come back into myself, like zoom back in, turn inwards to figure out who Alyssa was again. And yeah, what was it that she wanted to do? And with that, I was blessed with so many opportunities of past clients, friends, family members, and complete strangers who stumbled across me on Instagram. And of course, with a little bit of a heartbreak in there as well, I had enough motivation to then turn that side hustle into my own creative agency. And that's where AS Creative Collective was reborn and the journey of running a business really began. And I'm a huge believer, as you guys know, in life happens for you and you've got to just trust the process so that I know deep down I had to go through a bit of shallow suffering to come out of the other side of the cave where there was actually light. The next question is, how do I find my experience as a female entrepreneur and what are some achievements that I've been most proud of since starting my business? So you guys know, obviously in 2023, we launched Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, the podcast, which was a lifelong goal of mine to have my own little voice out there for the big wide world to hear. And of course, it's always been striving to inspire people to live their dream life, both in their well-being as in their home. I have done a lot of self-work in my life and have a pretty well-fit-out toolbox to keep me grounded through Stormy Steves through stormy seas. I knew it was time to share that with a wider audience in the hopes of inspiring at least one other person. And this has led me to design my first product, the journal, which you guys have loved. And I am so excited for the second launch of the journal to come out this year with all the big, beautiful changes I've got coming. And you guys are going to love it just as much as the first one. I've been super lucky to be a well-respected and recognized alumni of Swinburne University and for the past few years I have had the honor of mentoring other interior design students and that brings me so much joy. My proudest moment since being a female entrepreneur and since starting my business would have to have been when I was selected to speak at the 2023 uh, Media Arts and Design, the MAD conference in the State Library in Melbourne which is something that you guys have heard of if you are an OG listener and as an alumni success story. So that one made me quite emotional as well as the audience. And that's probably my proudest moment so far since starting my business and graduating university. So this year's International Women's Day focuses on inspiring inclusion um, for Print. They wanted to know why does, what does International Women's Day mean to me and how do I promote inclusion within my small business? So that was a good question. Let me tell you what I said. I love the saying, you will never be judged by someone doing more than you, only by someone doing less. And I stand true to this statement myself. I strive to put myself in rooms where I know that I'm going to be supported by those women who are already successful and are going to encourage and support me. 
I also love to be this rock for people to support them when they share their big ideas and business goals with me and make sure that they know just how capable they are of achieving them, which you guys will know that for sure. And then of course, when working with women who are starting new businesses, I offer so much more than just a logo or a website or an interior fit out. I'm a friend that they can text late at night when they have a crazy idea or who can meet for a coffee on a Friday morning just to talk about all the things that are making you go crazy. I want to build a lifelong relationship with clients and other business owners. I know we have so much more strength when we work together to collaborate rather than compete or compare. I know I can always be an icon for inclusion and will keep this at my core. As a female who has worked in a very male-dominated industry, I have never stood shy of using my voice to articulate ideas and solutions and I'm equally important team player on a construction project and I know my strengths. I've been so lucky to experience a lot of respect within my local region and this has taken me by surprise, especially as a young woman. However, I am grateful and I will continue to share my voice and show up as my authentic self to continue to receive this recognition. So there you go. I'm just so grateful and I'm so honored to be a part of this 2024 Spotlight campaign with Vista Print and to be able to like continue to show up and be recognized by big companies like this is something you just don't think is going to happen for you when you are quite young and quite fresh. But it's a, it's a good point for me to stop and reflect and be like, you're not fresh anymore, Alyssa. Like you've been doing this for quite a while now and you're getting your head in the game and you you do show up like you don't sit at home doing nothing you don't hide away from who you are like you show up so authentically so organically and so like confidently and it's so much just real realness of myself that it's so magnetized I guess like it's so easy to be like fuck she's just like being herself and look what happens when you be yourself kind of thing and even yeah, like through the last few weekends again, I'm having more conversations with people that are really taking me by surprise and a lot of the time males and it's just like, fuck, to some people they just are so blown away by what you do because it's just so foreign to them that you can go and do those sort of things and it's just like you can do it as much as I can do it. Like trust me, if I can do this, so can you. You probably could do it better. So that's another statement like, There's people out there who are less qualified than you doing more than you. So always remember that as well because we're probably so quick to think ourselves as not worthy of doing something because we haven't got enough experience or enough qualifications. But there's people out there with zero, zero knowledge, zero qualifications, but 100% confidence. And that is what gets them places. So I hope you had a good little bit of insight come to you this episode remember it's international women's day coming up this friday so take some time to journal about even if like again if you are someone who has a business like take yourself back onto some of those questions that i got asked to answer in my campaign because i feel like it made me really reflect on my business wins like what has been my most proudest moment what did inspire me who inspires me how did I make this step towards this? And like, how do I incorporate inclusion into my business? And what can I do better even? And also just like take that time to be like, where have I like 
done really big things that have made really big impact and just give yourself some credit for what you're out here doing whether you have a business or not whatever you you know you're doing in the world that's making a positive impact write that down and relish in that you know relish in your wins and your past reflection because it's the beautiful thing that has led you to exactly where you are right now in this moment